base with Jason Adams, who's going to give us all the news in the Greyhound world. Good morning to you, Jace. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Bonners. And yeah, lots going on in the world of Greyhound racing. And usually it's all happening here in Victoria, but uh, for once in a while, it's a heap happening interstate and a heap of good stuff as well. Now, of course, in the uh, rugby league, the Maroons got the job done in the first state of origin battle. But in terms of the Greyhounds, New South Wales were too good, 2-1. It was kicked off in the right manner by uh, the New South Welshmen with, or the New South Welsh ladies with uh, Poco Dorado. Of course, all of that letter from Ch- Chickatesta Carter just about went around. But Poco Dorado, back to her very best, stormed to the front and never looked like getting beaten in the distance race. Never look like it. And I think it was a really strong statement from her because we all know she's been a Jet for a while now. She's won 32 of 73. And Wentworth Park has been her hunting ground, but it's been clear that when she races away from home, she doesn't go as well. But you wouldn't know that, knew that from what we saw at uh, Albion Park last Thursday night. She jumped straight to the front, one by five lengths, and very clinical. And, look, we say she hasn't been so good away from home. She was then, and it must give uh, trainers John Finn and Minnie Finn a lot of confidence uh, ahead of a big series coming up for her. Yeah, no doubt about it. We're in a transitional time for the stays, aren't we? There's tornado tears and then a, a, a sort of a shifting group in terms of the peloton who's going to be the danger to tornado tears and the big distance races. And Poco Dorado, we know she's a superstar. The Winks of Wenty Park, as Timmy Newbold likes to call her, but it was great to see her win away from home. That was 1-0 to New South Wales. Queensland bit back, fought back hard in the sprint race. Damn Slippery just won that battle with Mystic Riot early, and that was the key to the race because Mystic Riot went huge, but um, Damn Slippery was a little bit too good. Yeah, great battle, and it could have gone either way. Damn Slippery was was there when it mattered. She won by a length ahead of Mystic Riot and just showed that great speed that we know she's got. And Look, in terms of after that, it was one all, and they needed to decide, and there's no better way to, to settle a decider than a match race, Jason. It was a match race and a very short price favourite, so if you're on New South Wales, you were feeling pretty good about yourself, and the iconic feral Frankie didn't lead early, but just wound up, got to the front and won comfortably in the finish of a short quote. He did. He started short, and look, he didn't do many favours for himself because he almost uh, fell and landed on his nose when he came out of the boxes, but he... He balanced up. He was chasing tail down the back straight. But just once they turned for home, yeah, the class has really shown through. And the, the fellow got the job done in the colours of New South Wales. So they took out the series uh, for this year. Of course, Queensland won it last year. So one all. The fantastic concept, the state of origin, and uh, hands together, especially for the Greyhound New South Wales and also racing Queensland. It's, uh, she was well promoted and uh, certainly ran well on the night. Yep, 2-1 on this occasion in New South Wales, so one all for the series as uh, it goes forward. There's been two of them so far as Jace Outland. They're getting behind the barriers okay here at Coralwood, but the delay continues. Uh, Queensland harness racing's uh, winding up in Queensland, but so too is Greyhound racing. More action there with Group 1 Gold Cup heats at Albion Park on Thursday night. Who are we likely to see there? We're likely to see Poco Dorado. Of course, we spoke about her winning the State of Origin distance race at Albion Park last Thursday night, and we should also expect to see the champ Tornado Tears. Batman back in action. I know he'll be flying up there to Queensland on Wednesday. And I spoke to Rob Britton on Sunday morning, and he said that uh, Tornado Tears has trialled well in the last week. He went to Geelong uh, last Wednesday, I believe it was, and, and ran up to expectations. So all to plan for the champ, of course, a, a couple of weeks after he got bet in the RSN Sandown Cup, defeated then, but... He won this Gold Cup last year, and in an absolutely clinical style, he, he broke the track record. And there's only been one greyhound in the past uh, to win back-to-back Gold Cups. That was Dottie Wilson back in the mid-70s. So looking to make history is Tornado Tears. We'll see him and also Poco Dorado, hopefully, in the Gold Cup. It's Thursday night. So Field's not out just yet.
but I expect they won't be too far away. And sticking with Queensland, the Sunshine State, a big boost for all three codes recently. $34 million expected to be injected into the three codes up there. Roughly $4 million of that will go to Greyhound Racing. I note the Ipswich Cup and the Flying Amy will both be increased to $110,000 and become Group 1 races, but there's good news right across the board. 100%. It's a good place to be, Queensland, in racing at the moment. There was $5 million uh, pumped in the Greyhound Racing, and that's made a, a lot of impacts throughout. The Class 2 and 3 races have gone up by 15 to 20%. Uh, class 5 and 6 races gone up between 22 and 25%. As you mentioned, JC Switch Cup and also the Flying Amy now Group 1 events. And, of course, along with that, uh, they announced not too long ago the Brisbane Cup almost doubling in prize money, going to $250,000 of the winner. So all blue skies up there, and... Look, the runway is really bright in the moment, and uh, I think it's a really good time for the sport to take a, a step ahead up in the Sunshine State. All right, we've gone north and spent most of our time up uh, in Queensland. Now we're going to go across the Tasman. The Silver Collar was staged on Sunday. Dinah Weslin won at a very short quote, got out to a race-winning lead, and one was unable to be caught. So well done to Craig Roberts and the team. Hopefully we'll see her back here pretty soon. But, gee, the second dog went big. Yeah, it went really big shooters here. And look, a local and... Not many of us over here in Australia will be familiar with uh, the deeds of Shooters Hill, but massive in defeat. And Van de Gambo also, of course, bred and owned by RSN's own James Vandermart. He ran fourth, uh, sorry, third, I should say, Van de Gambo. And we must touch on Rip and Sam as well. Of course, he was a finalist in that race, but I think it's safe to say that he was pretty poor because he settled in a, a beautiful spot early. He was third first time past the post. And if, we're, if we saw the Rip and Sam of 12 months ago in that sort of situation that we saw him in on Sunday. He just wins the race, but he didn't go on with it and finish at the rear of the field. So it was disappointing from his point of view, uh, but full credit to Dinah Weslin. Of course, as you mentioned, Jace Craig Roberts, the trainer, uh, a local trainer over there in New Zealand, but Dinah Weslin bred in Australia. That was proud of these. I reckon we can claim that one. What do you reckon? (laughs) We'll claim whatever we can, mate. Of course we'll claim it. There's only a couple to go on at Corowa. Just quickly, mate, what can we expect on the catching pen tonight? Uh, lots happening. We're speaking to the owner of Allen Enchanted and also uh, speaking to Brent and Scott about all the news up there at, at Queensland. So tonight, Sky Racing 2, uh, 7 to 8 p.m. The catching pen is going to be a good one. It's going to be a cracker. It'll be along with In the Gig, and I'll be there, and uh, you'll, of course, be on the catching pen. So looking forward to it, mate, and really appreciate your thoughts and time this afternoon. Thanks, Chase. Have a good one.